0: SRU. What's going on, everyone? I hope you all are well. My name is Jeremy Lynch, host of the Hello SRU podcast. And as always, I'm joined by producer Nick Artman and communication specialist Justin Zackel. Uh, this is normally where I would throw it to them, but it usually lands in some awkward silence and then some pun from Justin. So gentlemen, today I'm just going to keep it myself. Today, we had the pleasure of talking with Justin Mateo, a senior homeland security major from Drums, PA, and a member of Frontier Battalion, the home of the SRU ROTC cadets. Justin, uh, we had the chance to talk to him about the Sandhurst competition at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, which is a military skills competition the SRU team qualified for. So we enjoyed this conversation. I hope you do, too. Justin, welcome and thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you. Very glad to be here.
0: Yeah, so we kind of mentioned it uh, the Sandhurst competition. We were talking off air a little bit ago, but it's a skills competition that's hosted at West Point, the US military, or the US military academy at West Point. Mm -hmm. And Slippery Rock has to qualify. This isn't something that every ROTC team gets to go to it's it, There's a, a competition that man, I'm really just mumbling that all together. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is how did you all qualify for this?
1: Uh, so basically it starts with uh, our uh, battalions, Ranger challenge tryouts. Um, and then once everyone who, who makes that team uh, we trained for uh, was a good it was probably a good month and a half uh five days a week sometimes six on the weekends uh but with ranger challenge it was basically just uh it was a lot of um basically we got to know each other uh kind of got to see where we be cohesive as a team and then from there it was just you know pt all the time five days a week uh early in the morning get up around 5 30 meet at uh old thompson field 600 and then uh, just basically do an hour of hardcore pt and um that was kind of cool because the learning experience behind that was um just kind of seeing where everyone can push themselves and by the time it came for uh, Ranger Challenge. Uh, we all got out there and it was, when was it? It was in March, but it basically we got out there Friday um, at, uh, in the morning and we arrived around afternoon and uh, there, was, we arrived at Fort Dix, New Jersey. And that's where uh, our brigade, uh, Freedom Brigade, which encompasses all the Northeastern uh, uh, battalions, uh, we all met up there uh, and we checked in. And then uh, we did a little PT test, which was basically just like get right into it and kind of just little smoke sesh, start off. But then uh, as we kept going, uh, we had to ruck back to our bivouac site, which was maybe about three mi- miles, got back there. Uh, and then then Friday night, we kind of just got to see everything, uh, kind of delegated some tasks Started seeing, you know, how we were about how we were going go about Saturday, because sa- Saturday that day was basically it was kind of like a mini Sandhurst, so to speak. You had uh, four or five different events: uh, consisted of a one rope bridge, uh, a burden event, a grenades course, uh, a TC three, which is like medevac and casualty care, uh, and then on Sunday morning, everyone, all the teams get together. And then uh, there's a six mile rock march, um, and that's just six miles, basically back to where we all arrived at Fort Dix. Uh, but uh, if you wanna, if you wanna get in the top three, if you wanna take the gold or the silver, you gotta. That rock march it's isn't, not a stroll. isn't gonna not, you're be. Not just, it's, you're not just it's, taking it's, a little nice little walk yeah, through the uh, yeah. New
0: Jersey countryside.
1: No, no. Yep. Because Durbin, our our team leader, uh, and we trained for this uh, all throughout those months prior, we'd have a ruck march on Fridays and it started off with, you know, just a simple little two or three miler and every week we'd add a mile. And uh, before we went out, we had our eight mile ruck march and then we did a six mile a few days before the competition. So I'd say, I mean, that was one of our our top events um we came in we came in second on that on that march i think our time was one hour and six minutes and we did six miles but for me personally personally i mean we we they 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 sent us out in like flights of five teams and we started going and i mean we we were we were booking it it was full sprint
0: yeah no kidding yeah
1: and and it was we did not slow down and i was i was feeling it i got to about the third mile in jersey it was the heat was there that day and i i was starting to sweat and i was pouring I want to get towed actually uh, by Durbin and up the, our other cadet reek but uh we got through that and uh it was just amazing to get through the finish line and through all the events we did really good um we knew which events were going to be a challenge for us. And then we knew which events we could absolutely crush. So with that delegation of tasks and what we were able to do, we took second place overall for our, uh, our brigade. And how many battalions
0: were represented at this competition? You remember Uh, Justin? know from the the other Justin, from the, I I,
1: I believe it was 30 on the spot, 30 or 33, but I'm pretty sure it was 30. Um, And we were, we, they uh, announced at the end there was a little uh on saturday there was a little event at the end and it was uh, just a uh, tug of war You had three three uh, ropes laid out in a field and uh, all the all battalions all the teams circled around and they basically just made a bracket and we'd go down and that didn't count towards a competition it's just a little like have fun see like see see who could just beat who could beat each other and we uh, we were doing good. We made it to the semifinal round, um, and then we came up against Lehigh. Lehigh was our Lehigh was our uh, the the first place team overall. They took they took the challenge, but I mean, we we learned we were in fourth overall after Saturday, so we were very confident, and we were just that motivated us. We're like, all right, we're ready to kill the Ruck March, and you know, we came in second, like I said, with an hour and six. I think first place was Drexel with an hour and two minutes. So, I mean, that's how that's how uh, close it can be. But we, yeah, we got there and then uh, we heard we were second and then, and then they said, well, you're going to Sandhurst now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so just provide some perspective for those people that are listening. You're not just competing against schools the size of Slippery Rock. You're competing against Syracuse University and much larger schools that Mm -hmm. have a much larger applicant pool. So how many cadets are in Slippery Rocks Battalion? Do you know offhand? (sighs) Roughly. I guess it doesn't have to be exact here.
1: A safe guess would be probably 90.
0: Right. And so out of that 90, how many people tried out for the Ranger Challenge team?
1: So we had a team of 11. And I think... yeah, we had a team of eleven, and uh, out at out at uh, West Point when we are at Sandhurst, uh, you, it's eleven, no more, no less to compete, um, and usually nine people for all those events were uh, competing at that time. So
0: yeah, so I mean, it was a lot of work to get to the Ranger Challenge, mm-hmm. and then to be really competitive against those other schools to play second at the Ranger Challenge in and of itself is a, is a huge feat, right? And yep. I guess yep. for people that, don't, that aren't really familiar, so to cover six miles, and this, we're not talking like you're walking on a flat asphalt road for mm-hmm. six miles, right? To cover six miles in an hour and six minutes, you're moving at just over a 10 minute per mile pace, mm-hmm. which is pretty close to a run. But you're not just yeah. running, right? You're running with stuff on your back.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a thirty thirty five pound ruck, um, and it has to be that there's a way in before that ruck march starts, so everyone's ruck has to be thirty five pounds, uh, and then. Yeah, it, it can be heavier if you really wanted it, but no. You, yeah, because
0: who doesn't want to just carry more weight? Yeah,
1: on that? yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll keep it at thirty-five. I think it was. <laughs> we were all we were all pretty content with being thirty-six, just to make sure. And then uh, uh, I forget. I don't think there was a weigh-in at the end, but yeah, you have that on. You have your flick with all your equipment, your canteens, uh, your mag pouches, your grenade pouches, whatever other equipment you, you have. So. Yeah it's it's definitely not a jog through the park it's 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 hard stuff but it's fun to do it as a team i mean that was that was the biggest joy i think of doing it just that that motivation you can't beat it when you when you're trying hard for something that much and you know you you might be feeling like oh, i just want to quit but you don't want to let your team down and your team isn't going to let and your team isn't gonna let you fall behind. So like that ruck at the end is always that, that you know golden moment. It's where really where you get to see just how far you can go.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so you get through that, you score well, you place second at the Ranger Challenge, which qualifies you for Sandhurst. So mm-hmm. Sandhurst is what we talked about at the beginning. It's at West Point, so the US Military Academy, which if you've ever been on the campus of a military academy, they're impressive. They're impressive facilities. Um, so, explain what that was like—the Sandhurst experiment experience.
1: So, we were we were all when we all got back on the bus, we we're like, "Wow, we're actually going to Sandhurst now." And I mean, it was cool for us for our our brigade. Uh, something that happened different uh, was. Uh, all the other brigades uh, ROTC wise. And keep in mind, you have the, the Naval Academy there, the Air Force Academy, the Coast Guard competing, that like all of them uh, had all this training time and they, they were able to compete back in October. Our brigade actually, uh, we we competed in the spring. So when we found out we were going to San, Sandhurst and probably Lehigh was thinking of this too, it's like we only had, I think, Two weeks, a week and a half to get ready for this event. And we, we were excited because we we're like, oh, we could cut back and maybe get a, a week of PT off. And we were like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. We're, <laughs> we'll take two days off, we'll recuperate. Sure. And I just, just remember Durbin, our, our team leader, who became our squad leader because there were squads out at uh, Sandhurst, it was like, hey, just we were getting all this information, we were m- meeting up. Going through the slides, seeing what we can figure out about it. And, you know, we try to cram like months of training into these two weeks that we had. And even when we got out there, we were still learning what we can do. But uh, yeah, yeah, like
0: you said, once you get out there, you're now not just competing. So now it turns into a national competition Mm -hmm. and you're not just competing against other ROTC schools Mm -hmm. um, or other ROTC battalions there was 25 teams from the service academies. Like you said, the various Mm -hmm. service academies and there was only what 40 teams total out at Sandhurst, I think something like that. So, yeah, I mean, you guys are less uh, than half of the the qualified teams.
1: Yeah. 44 teams, I think went out in total. So, I mean, it was a, yeah, we got out there and we had it. It was really just a two day competition, but we, we got out there for a full week. So it was basically Sunday, Sunday to Sunday. And that, that, that Sunday through Thursday, um, you know, the first two days was like, get all of our equipment. We had to get our rifles. We had to get all of our uh, stuff. And that's where we got to kind of tour around West point, get to see the campus, see how, how cadet life is there. Um, And we, uh, it was cool. Cause, uh, one of our cat, our, our code, our cadre, uh, captain readout, who was like our coach, I guess that's what you would say. He was, uh, we got to meet one of his, um, one of his higher officers who came out and works at West point. Uh, if, I can't remember his name, but he was a colonel and he, he tore, he took us around and told us all about what West point is. And, They were just all it was all it was they were all pumped to see us there. And one of the big things was throughout the entire time uh, when we were in our barracks, so there was like a barracks like six miles from the campus, that's where all the all the teams stayed beside the West Point teams. Uh, you know, they're like, Slippery Rock, where, where's that? I, <laughs> sure. I'm like, every time, every every person, I, cadet or, or cadre, they'd come up and they'd say, you know, where's where, where Slippery Rock? And we're like, oh, it's about 40 minutes above Pittsburgh. It's out in Western Pier. And they're like, oh, wow, that's cool. So I think that was that was really cool that we got to just see all those people and actually get Slippery Rock's name out there in, in such a big competition
0: heck yeah that's that's awesome
1: yeah it was fun it was really cool um and we got along with everyone i mean and and that's the other thing too I, I didn't know if you knew this but uh it actually i mean because of covid things got mitigated but it is it's an international competition I Canadian
0: so, teams uh, typically participate yeah. yeah
1: from what i heard canada uh the uk uh i think chile peru brazil um japan korea uh they all they all come out there and it it, you know it's usually this so you probably have maybe another 44 teams out there just with international competition but but, you know it was unfortunate we didn't get to see that because that would have just been super cool to meet all those people from around the world but uh you know, it was cool because some some of their some of their uh, cadre and officers from around the country were there just to help out and run some events. So we still got to meet some international uh, officers, which was just awesome.
2: Justin, can you talk about the the course itself? Uh, what are some of the um, uh, I guess you can compare it to an obstacle course um, and the, the time it takes to complete it. Some of the tasks, I mean, are we talking like American Ninja warrior type stuff
1: here? Uh, if you could just describe uh, what you're getting into here. Yeah, for me, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, it was definitely my Ninja warrior uh, experience, but uh, it was, like I said, we had that week to prepare and then the competition was two days. So sat or. Was it? No, no, no. It was Friday. Friday and Saturday were the days. And Friday was, it was the hardest day I've ever experienced. We had uh, woke up, got to the, uh, got to the campus. And then there was 11 events just all scattered out around, around uh, campus. Uh, there was some events were maybe, a mile between each other. Some were two and a half, some were like three miles. So, And they yeah. got you
0: golf carts to go to those.
1: Oh, absolutely. Other events, right? Yeah. 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 You
0: just got to put all your stuff on the cart and just get a ride to the yeah. next one, right? Yeah. yeah. The,
1: each, they gave us individual golf carts. Oh, see all the individual? Oh, of the oh, social distancing. great. Yeah. Yeah, that it's makes a, sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, we. so we started, each station was a different, a completely different, uh, set of challenges. Uh, some were more technical, some were more physical. Uh, we started at station five, which was literally halfway up a mountain. Uh, and that was a call for fire. So you'd have one guy running up and he'd go and do a call for fire. So he'd get on a radio, uh, you know, he'd make a call for an artillery artillery and then he, you know, if they got it, I guess, you know, they throw a SIM round out, which is basically a, it just simulates an incoming uh, artillery shell. And at simultaneously back down where the station was, uh, two at a, two cadets at a time, we'd have to do like a memory test or they'd say, you know, this is just a simple memory test. But, you know, memory is key when you're identifying a target and you have to you have to make a positive, uh, identification over the radio. So they'd give us like, uh, either a list of tanks or a list of helicopters or just a bunch of objects. And they'd say, look over and memorize them. And you'd get a minute to look over and then you take it away and then you get a minute to write down what all you could remember. So that, that was just one station and that station wasn't really physical. Uh, but then there was, you know, we started at five. So then we, Went to the top where it's like a ski hill. Uh, ran all the way up there, uh, and that was weapons. So basically, it was one guy would uh, assemble a weapon. Well, and then once that weapon was assembled, a bunch of team members would run down the hill with water jugs, bring them back up, and then the next guy could uh, assemble a weapon. Uh, and then there, were, then we ran all the way down the hill uh, to a TC three lane. And that was cool. So uh, one of our, uh, one of the cadets, uh, cadet staff She's a, uh, she's a medic prior enlisted. So that was her time to shine. And, you know, we, we were all just kind of supporting her and see how like she would do. And she did great. It was, you know, boom, bang, bun, tourniquets, this and that. And I'm just sitting there pulling security, like watching everyone do their thing. Once the casualty was good, start running around. And then, uh, it was just like it was that same process, just getting to the next station as fast as you can because what you know it wasn't just a walk. like you were getting time between each event. Sure. So right. so you wanted to get there as fast as you could. Um, and there was uh, there was I don't know if it was two forty five pound rucks, but you had had two rucks filled with uh, MREs, the meals ready to eat, and then uh, we take them down and you know we'd switch off and on on who got the rucks. Um and then we did the uh there was the gas mask thing, so we had to run like two hundred meters. we got in this square, and they're like gas gas gas, so we had to get our gas- uh, gas mask on in like fifteen seconds, and then it was just a two mile run as fast as we could, and then we got we got through that, and then right at the end there's water jugs, and they're like, you gotta take these up this hill and i mean you your my calves were just burning and Yes. Yeah,
0: if anyone's never worn one of the gas masks that you're referring to, yeah. they wouldn't really, and then had to run in that gas mask, they probably wouldn't complain about wearing a paper thin mask to go oh, to the yeah, grocery Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, that thing, <laughs> Changes your perspective a little yeah. bit on discomfort. Yep. That's a pro mask. So, I mean, it's just, when you put it on, like, you have to be quick about it because if it was a real situation- That's right. Like, you, right. You, you don't want to get gas. So- you got to be quick and you got to make sure you can get your uh, helmet off your Kevlar and throw on the mask. And there's a whole like little procedure to that to make sure it's on your face well. And then when you're running with it, especially when you're running, I mean, it's hard enough to run because uh, you're breathing and it's restricting your breath and your just face is condensed in there and you can't like, you just, it, it becomes claustrophobic. And they're like watching us the whole time to make sure we're not like lifting it up, trying to get air. But that, yeah, that's that's basically that's basically how the events went. And you know, there was a, a nine millimeter uh, pistol range which we trained on uh, two days before. Uh, you know, you just qualified for that. There was uh, the one event we had to push a Humvee, take a bunch of materials down, load them into a Humvee, and then push the Humvee all the way back to the start point while they had a list of memory tests for us to complete if we wanted to get a few seconds off. But that was like how it was, you know, each event had its own certain thing and tasks had to be delegated. Like some people, you know, some cadets, they're just, they know how to do this. And so that became their event. And then, uh, you know, we all would support them and that's kind of how it ran uh, between each of those events. Uh, But there was the physical event, uh, which was, I think it was like burpee, burpees, you get down, then you jump up, do a pull up, down, pull up, uh, kettlebell swings, and then uh, buddy carries, fireman carries, you had to drag the, uh, we had to drag these weights Uh, across a field and then back again. Um, But that was, that was event I wanted to highlight on because I think we took second out of all the teams uh, in that event. So
0: that's impressive.
1: Yeah. So, and that's, I mean, that's what we train for. I mean, we're we're all about the physical aspect of it and we were going, we, I mean, we killed it in that and we killed it in a lot of other events too. I mean, to put up some of the scores we did was just awesome.
0: Yeah. And it, what, 26th overall, which is incredibly mm-hmm. impressive. I mean, again, you're, you're competing against military academy schools that do this and get to do it day in and day out every mm-hmm. year or and all year with, with those teams.
2: Justin, how much notice did you have uh, going into the course? Do you know what sequence of events were going to take place? Um, like, what did you know going in?
1: So when we got there, On that Sunday, you know, we were trying to figure that out almost every hour of every day, trying to figure out what all these events were going to be. And they kind of just kind of, they just, you know, would throw out a little information here. Uh, uh, Kenneth Thurban and Captain Readout, they go up uh, to meeting, training meetings, and they, they give you uh, what you, it was like a need to know sort of thing. And they would give them the information and they come back and it's like, all right we're either going to stick with this plan or we're going to scrap it. We're going to make a new plan right now. And that's a lot what it, and that's really what it was. And then, uh, so by Thursday, we, you know, we had kind of the core structure and we kind of had, we had, we knew what each event was going to be. Um, but as you do those events, you're, you're still learning how to do stuff. Like you got to be rapid as much as it is physical, as much as a mental, because, you know, you got to, if you want to get that, like i said if you want to get that fast the fastest time and you want to win you know you got to be smart about it and you got to see who can do the uh how how we can do it but yeah every event every event was different and we learned something from every event that we did um and then uh we finished we did we there was a burden event there was a grenades course there was uh let me and then we finished on a zodiac. Uh, it was like a, a big raft um, that we trained on a few days prior, and that was basically we. You get a big boat that all your team fits. Nine, I think. Yeah, it was nine of us. You get in the, the boat. Uh, one guy is delegated to make to watch to make sure you're going straight, and then the rest of the guys paddle and just listen to where you're going to go and. It's all about in uh, like I said, it's not slowing down. It's all about the speed on how you get there. And all and we had to go out, we had to go on a lake, and then some cadet would get one of our cadets would get out, they'd grab a water jug, bring it back on, and then we go to the next part, grab a water jug, then bring the boat back, get it out of the water, lift it up above our heads, and then take it back to the start point. And uh that was that. That was that completed the events. I want to say in total we probably had anywhere from thirteen to fifteen miles done already. Um, and to, and to kick it all off, we had to go back to where we started, which was Station Five, halfway up a mountain. And we get there, and then we have to go all the way back down. We did get bus. That was the one time we did get a little chauffeur down. Um, we got we got sent all the way all the way back down to the plane. That's the big open field where West Point has all their ceremonies and all the teams lined up. And that's where the uh, eight mile ruck march started. And it was
0: always one of those to finish off, right? Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Just when you think you're done.
1: Yeah. I said, that's the prime time. Now uh, for me, my calves were just burning. And I mean, this is where uh, like we all, we were all just looking at each other, and, and doing the best we could to just keep each other motivated because, you know, we were trying to run, but uh, we were just so fatigued like we would have to walk. And at West Point, there was they weren't hills. They were three big mountains we had to get over. Sure. So by that third mountain, like we were each get we now we had two forty five pound rucks that we just had to keep switching off and we're taking these rucks So we're just. Once someone was just down, we'd grab it and just keep going. Uh, and then we got to the finish point. Uh, and by this time it's dark, it's cold, it's raining, and it's just miserable. It was miserable, but we get to the finish line and they're like, okay, well, it's about a half mile to where you're going to be bunking up for the night, which turned out to be like an extra mile or a mile and a half. And, And then you're just like, Oh my God, I I, I didn't have any feeling in my legs. After that, we get there, they have like your personal equipment, uh, at a little site, go grab that, bring all that stuff back. And then, you know, it's, and then you're still trying to delegate, like, how's, how's the next day going to go? Cause now we have to focus on the next day. And then we all clonked out, um, we were so tired. I think we left the lights on for half the night because we just all got in bed. We're like, yes, yeah, so we're going to do this. <laughs> it wasn't worth
0: getting up to turn them off. Yeah, I, I yeah.
1: woke up. I think I woke up, and I, I couldn't remember because I'm looking around, and I, I didn't know. I saw the lights were on, and I thought everyone left, but everyone was sleeping. <laughs> I was like, but, no, we, we got in the we got in the barracks. We woke up the next day. Then it was an obstacle course. Um to start her off. And then there was the M4 qualification range and then the crucible, which was just one last physical event to get through. And uh the obstacle course I didn't do. Uh we like I said, we delegated. So I could ask and subbed in for me and he just killed it on on there. But the obstacle course was I think there was six or seven obstacles. So there the one that got us all was called the dirty name. And it was basically a two-tier. <laughs> it was a two-tier obstacle where you jump up, get on one log, balance yourself, and then there's a second log, like maybe fifteen or sixteen feet up, and you have to jump over that, get over, and then get down. So th- that's just a little summary of like what the obstacle course was about. But uh, yeah, no, n- none of the events. Uh, None of the events were just like, they, they all required something. And it wasn't just completing the course, right?
2: It's not just completing the course. Uh, you're, you're measured on the points you accrue, uh, through each event and mm-hmm. the time that it takes to complete each event. Uh, so how, yeah. how are you, uh, uh, finally
1: measured at the end and who determined the winner? So, I mean, every event that you're doing, like you said, you know, that it, it they can penalize you for certain things and it's not just about getting you. You can get through it as quick as you can, but if you don't do things in a proper manner, it's, it's going to cost you. It can cost you the whole thing. So, I mean, at the end, uh, the crucible, which was like I said, last event and they televised it. You know, my parents were watching and we all like, it was kind of nice because the family could be there in some form, but we got the, uh, we got done with that. And then uh, I guess they just I guess it went back to the cadre and all the graders and all the uh, stats came in from each team. Uh, they wound them up. And then we had a little uh, there was a big dinner at the, their dining hall and uh, all the teams gathered in there. They gave us a dinner and then it was an award ceremony. So and that's how that's how that played out. But it was it was kind of cool to see. Uh, extremely motivating to see like what some teams can do. Um, And just especially there's, there's never that, like, you're never at that peak point. It's always trying to get yourself to that level of, you know, I think it was West Point black and gold that took it. But I mean, to to see what scores and times they were able to put up. I mean, that, that's what it was all about. Very, very humbling experience for me personally. And, just all around probably the best it was the best experience i ever had even though it was the most grueling and challenging
0: certainly it's one of those things that is completely miserable and yeah. sucks while you're doing it but yeah you look back afterwards and you realize how valuable mm-hmm. and how just life-altering in some aspects that could be so what was your big takeaway after that
1: yeah, so my big takeaway, I mean, I think it was just getting the C, because uh, to work with a team like that personally, uh, especially even going in the Ranger Challenge, I, I was uncertain. I was like, I want to try out, and I made it. And, you know, just going along that that for months on end and training to to get glory in the you know, win um, and embrace that with the team was probably the biggest thing I learned. And on top of that, like there's still, you know, the military aspects and uh, the leadership aspects, sure. you know, the, the lead, like how, yeah, you have a squad leader, but at the same time, and I can't, like, it all gets delegated to people and, and you know, the communication has to be there. The cohesiveness as a team has to be there. Like you all have to be on the same wavelength to complete it. So, I mean, and, you know, to represent Slippery Rock and to, you know, hear that, you know, the name got out there, um, th- that's, that's really all, all I can say about it. I do was just a great experience. I, I want to do it again. <laughs> and, you know, it's, 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 it was, it was just awesome. I mean, n- nothing, nothing I ever saw before and just a great experience overall.
0: It is awesome. And yeah, to represent Slippery Rock in that way is is certainly impressive and you know we applaud you for that and again, not just, you know, the competition in itself but for being an ROTC cadet and signing up for what you're signing up for and your commission on graduation which less than a year away for you. So, it's a big commitment we certainly appreciate everything that you and your fellow cadets do and We wish you the best of luck.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: So uh, we have we have this little thing we do at the end now, where I get to ask you three questions. Okay. Um, Knowing that people are listening, you can choose to answer however you deem appropriate, especially considering. Captain Readout and Lieutenant Colonel Martin are probably going to listen to this at some point. Yep. Choose your words wisely. Yeah,
2: this is not going to be like a memory test or anything you experienced in Saint yes. so well, well, just gonna, Come on, okay. man! You don't okay. know what
0: if I'm you, doing. If yeah, you make it through Saint you'll make it through
1: this. Yeah. Listen, awesome. I,
0: I, we can ha- we can do burpees and then ask questions. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> hey, that,
1: that's that should be a new segment. I'm out. That could be if we start that, doing that, that as a segment. A new segment. If we start doing that as a segment, I'm out. I'm
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> 20 burpees and you got to answer the first question. Uh, yep. All right. Fair enough. Here we go. Um, you're a junior getting into your senior year at Slippery Rock. So what has been your best SRU memory thus far?
1: My best SRU memory. Uh, gosh, I think, I think for Wad Sanders was probably something. Yeah. I mean, to be, like to be, represent, <laughs> to be represented, to be doing that and, to be part of that and have a slippery rock on you is, is it's great. That was, that was probably the highlight thus far. I mean, I have a lot of great experiences uh, just overall from the moment I came here, I loved it. And um, I have no regrets in the decisions I made to join ROTC and the majors I picked and what I've done thus far. So it's, it's going great.
0: Good for you. Hi. Right. If you could change one thing at Slippery Rock overnight, what would you change?
1: We need a Chick-fil-A. Uh, <laughs>
0: Solid answer.
1: I, yep. You know, everyone likes Chick-fil-A and I like it too. But I mean, to drive, where, where is a it, Cranberry. It's like, I, I think that that'd be the biggest change. I mean, Boozle's good. Yeah, I, I mean, love Boozle. But I think they could, if they threw a Chick-fil-A on, uh, this, this place is set. <laughs>
2: Don't underestimate the value of, of a Chick-fil-A because I know that there's like uh, college football recru- recru- recruits are making their decisions on what school they go to based on what campus has a Chick-fil-A.
1: Yep. Yep. I, I hear that all the time. My sister just graduated from Kutztown and they have a Chick-fil-A and it's the best thing ever. Seriously?
0: Yep. How does Kutztown have a Chick Fil A and we don't? Kutztown I, is literally in the middle of nowhere.
1: I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, we're
0: we're less in the middle of nowhere than they are. IUP yeah. has one too. Come on, man! Now <laughs> yeah, you're just ruining it for me. We <laughs> yeah. need Chick Fil A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. We'll on that yeah. One. Fair enough. All right. Question number three: Which branch of service is the best?
1: The army. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> the army. <laughs>
0: uh, that was. Yeah, that didn't count. Okay, now, uh, real question. So if you could have dinner tonight with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be?
1: If I can have dinner with anybody, probably my, so probably it would be my, uh, he, he passed away not too long ago. Uh, it was my grandfather's neighbor. His name was Joe Tweedle. And uh, he was a ranger in the Korean War. And I got, he, he was, he was stubborn and he was, he he was an old geezer as I like to say it, but he, he, he was just, you know, me and him clicked and he'd come over my grandparents, I'd be mowing the grass or working and he'd come over and we'd sit down, um, have a little dinner and just talk. And he, he gave me a bunch of wisdom uh, before he passed away. And I didn't get to really see him during, you know, his final days but if i if i could go back and get to talk with him uh that that would be great that's who i yeah. would choose probably a hundred percent
2: what's some of the wisdom that he gave you uh, he,
1: you know he's because he was a ranger and uh, you know he said just the stuff he had to you know just the the challenges as as i've learned you know Thus far, I mean, I, I couldn't compare, but, you know, he just was always like, you know, you got to push yourself. You can't stop. I think he had a big, a big uh, impact on my decisions to, you know, do Ranger challenge and just push yourself to where you can. And, you know, he, he, he doesn't regret it. And that's, that's probably the best advice. Some of the best advice I've heard,
0: that's awesome. Yep. Well, Justin, you are an outstanding young man. I certainly enjoyed uh, talking to you today, and, and we appreciate you coming on and telling us all about Sandhurst and Absolutely. everything SRU ROTC has accomplished. Best of luck. Enjoy. I know you have, uh, by the time this comes out, you'll be gearing up for your summer training. So yep. good luck this summer. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again in the fall. Congratulations.
1: Absolutely. Appreciate that I was able to be a part of this.
0: We'll see you.
1: Have a good one.
2: Hello, SRU is brought to you by Slippery Rock University and is part of the WSRU Podcast Network. It's hosted by Jeremy Lynch and produced by Nick Artman and Justin Zackel. If you or someone you know has an SRU story, send it on over to podcast at sru.edu. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Hello, SRU
1: wherever you get your podcasts.